This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Tell me a price, tell me sweet little price. Pretty sick of talking about it, to be honest. Tell me a price. Very nice. Don't you dare get sick of talking about anything from now on because you're a media guy on the radio. It's your job. It's really trending that way, isn't it? <laughs> it is trending that way because uh, we're only a couple of weeks into your radio career and you're doing such a bloody good job. So, And I've got my own song, so I think I'm winning. <laughs> cop that. I am winning. <laughs> so what this is, is, tell me Bryce, is we like to um, go into the inner sanctum, into the mind of Bryce Gibbs, who gives us something that, well, I mean, everyone else doesn't get access to because mainly you've probably been there. It's relevant this week because of North Melbourne's situation. They're a mess, to say the least. To sum it up, three recruiting staff have um, either been sacked or gone to different spots. Um, of course, North Melbourne, the coach, David Noble, has been a bit of a turbulent time with him and uh, reportedly some things that he said to his players, he had to apologise and all those types of things. On top of that, Jason Horn Francis was cautioned for taking a trip home to Adelaide without informing the club. Can we liken this to any situation that you were in at Carlton, where the pressure externally is just huge and probably internally as well. And for a player and a very much a required player and probably someone even in the leadership group, what's it like? It can be extremely difficult. And obviously the, the North Melbourne stuff has played out during the week and it just they just keep having things pop up, don't they? Um, you've just mentioned some of the, the external stuff. You've even got some of the recruiters packing up and leaving. Um, you've got greats of the club coming out and, and having a pretty strong opinion on where they think their club's at in, in David King and, and Wayne Carey and guys like this. And it can really drag you down, especially as a playing group. Um, I certainly found, or was in this situation at Carlton probably a couple of times yeah. um, over, over the journey. And um, you know, it can go one of two ways, I suppose. Things can just keep bobbing up and and keep weighing you down and and it can just turn into a even more of a disastrous year or the, the playing group need to come together and the only thing that's really going to get north out of this rut is on-field performance. Um, so the playing group needs to come together. They need to look each other in the eye and, you know, it's, it might seem a little bit bit wanky and a bit bit of a bit bullshit but they need to come together look each other in the eye and say we need to do something about this because we can't control what's happening with people's jobs with what the media are saying with if our um you know president comes and hijacks the presser which which has happened as well um they need to come together we, this is what we're going to do for the next couple of weeks and they, they only need to focus on a couple of weeks at a time this is what we're going to this is the sort of performance we're going to put out on the field. And if we can do that, we can slowly turn this around. And it's only going to be hard work and coming together and on-field performance. That's the only way that they can get out of this hole, I think. So is there, I mean, North's in such a state where no one's expecting them to win at all. Can they put up performances that people would be satisfied with, that supporters would be satisfied in? Were you in a situation where it wasn't really about winning? It was just showing some spirit and showing a brand of football that's at least competitive. 
I mean, you don't want to have honourable losses. Like as a player, you don't go out there just to to lose, but lose in a good way. Like that's not what anyone's about, I don't think. So internally, the conversations will be will be having that they'll be having will be that we want to win. Whether that that is that does turn into an honourable loss, if that takes a little bit of pressure off externally, fantastic. Um, but they need to start showing something, and it starts with their leaders, their leadership group. Um, Jack Zebel needs to be the one really running this hard and and driving the standards and and driving how they're training, how they're preparing, all the little things that add up during the week that come out on game day. They want to be doing everything right. Um, and just having as less distraction as possible, really, yep. because the more you listen to it, the more it can affect your mindset, affect you during the week, and ultimately it comes out on a Saturday afternoon. How hard is it to ignore it? Like it it's there. If you know that your name or your club or your workplace is absolutely in all the headlines, it's on social media, it's in the papers, it's on the TV, the hell do you get away from it? Well, and social media and, and these sort of things that are around now are, are as big as and as influential as they've ever been. So it's, it's, it's nearly impossible to ignore it altogether. But if I was, if I was a North player, a North Melbourne player at the moment, I'd get off social media altogether. I'd just delete the apps for a couple of weeks and just remove myself or stop myself having any, you know, inkling to check it or, or anything, just yep. get away from it. Because one, there's going to be a lot of horrible things said on there, right, wrong or indifferent. It doesn't matter. Just remove yourself from it. Take take away that emotion, and it's as I said before. It's get back to training hard, digging in, and and doing it for your teammates. Because in these situations, guys can go a bit individual and yep. think, oh, I need to look after my own backyard here. There might be some changes at the end of the year if I'm not performing, and can go um, pretty selfish and, and look after yourself. But you got to try and flip that mindset. And how can I help my teammates? How how can we get through this together? It's far more easy to get through as a collective than it is as an individual. Very good stuff. Um, that is the uh, the inner mind or a situation where Bryce is basically likened to some times in, in Carlton. So at least two times it's happened where you've been in this. I mean, is it genuine damage control? Would you call it that? I think there's enough going on at the moment at North to say they're they're in damage control. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we've heard the last of it too. I think there still might be a few more things that pop up over the next couple of, a couple of weeks, which is unfortunate, but that's just the situation they're in. And um, I mean, when you're only getting like 13,000 people to a game of footy, AFL footy, which yeah. I think they had last <laughs> week or the week before, like that's pretty concerning. Like, pe- really people concerning. don't want to go and watch their footy club, mm. um, which you, know, you need support of your, your, your fans and, and your members more than in any, any time in, in this situation. So I've got a question for you too, Hazy. What about from a media point of view? Like, how, how do you guys see this situation? I mean, it's a part of your job when teams aren't going well, players aren't going well, you need to, you know, be reporting on these things. You need to be creating conversations. Is it, is it, do you guys lick your lips in this situation? Do you, are you looking for blood in the water? Like, on the flip side, as, as a people in the media and, and press, like, this is probably a golden situation, isn't it? Is it? Is that... Is that the perception that the media absolutely licked their lips? Was that the perception for players and, and certainly the I think like from this? players, absolutely, yeah. Until mm. you actually sit on the other side and you see how both sides work, you probably don't have a, an appreciation for actually 
how it plays out on the other side. So yeah. pro- probably from a player's point of view, you, you probably do see the media as the enemy. Yeah, and, and absolutely. You can feel that sometimes from the players particularly. But you'd have to ask absolutely everyone, but it's not, it's not the fun part of the job to try and stalk players, particularly when it's a negative situation, to try and when Port Adelaide was zero and five, trying to ask these big questions or do this big, uh, this big digging and seeing if you know, Ken Hinckley's job's on the line, all those types of things. Because it's very, very negative. There would be people that would absolutely thrive in a situation like that. But most uh, reporters are human and football supporters as well. So in particular, I want Crows and Port to win each and every week because I want to see them both do really well. So it's there would be some people that would love a situation like that. But for the most part, it's much more fun. It's more comfortable if everyone's winning. So, I mean, the journalists would also, they're football fans. They'd want to see you guys do well as well. I dare say you didn't get that vibe most of the time. No. <laughs> well, not when you're in North Melbourne's position. So, no. um, yeah, it's, uh, that's the way it goes. And there's always someone down the bottom of the ladder. There's always someone struggling more than most. Um, and it's their turn at the moment and only themselves can get them out of yep. this. Very well said.